I am also recording on January 21st, 2021, bringing you the 207th episode of the Quarantine Cast. With me today, Andrew Clark, I am Lucas DeRider, Ryan is on assignment. That's right, everybody. Ryan is uh, working a case as a private detective for newly inaugurated President Joseph Biden, uh, trying to solve a conspiracy that could threaten America, but is too sensitive to uh, even get the federal government involved, because who knows who's behind it? I... Turns out QAnon was just an abandoned football mascot in the woods. Coming January 2021, by written by James Patterson, the President's Man. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ryan President's Man. Andrew, I, Andrew, I might have fucked up. Why? I sold my GameStop shares too early. What is it at now? $46. $46? So, apparently, like, that went up because speculation rose because I think GameStop put out some kind of press conference that was like, yeah, we're looking to be acquired, and people are idiots because they had looked into being acquired several times now and couldn't find a buyer yeah no they they've been trying to get someone to buy them for the last five years right when when did you sell your stock uh when was that like 26 bucks okay so it it got that first initial like shot up like two weeks ago or whatever and then and then it just kept kind of going up no it had steadily been going up for a while but it jumped from uh yeah like around 20 26 dollars to 46 uh in a single day uh, about a week ago damn yeah when did you when did you buy it like what what price was it at i think two dollars a share if that okay you still made out like a bandit i did fine yes but i could have made more and that's the thing with the stock market you can always make more so i gotta stop being mad at myself about this I mean, it is literally gambling. Right. Because it, it also could have absolutely tanked after that. It's the same thing of like, man, if I leave the craps table now, who knows how much money I could win down the line when you will probably just end up losing all of it. No, and I it, know it's going to go down. I know it's going to start tanking again soon because GameStop is a failing business model. But these is. fucking idiots are like, oh, hey, this is going up because... It's a company that sells video games, and it was December last month, uh, and it's going to crash. But these idiots are like, well, yeah, maybe they'll get bought for real this time. Better start investing. And I I don't get it. What if they, what if they do get bought just by, like, you know, Amazon being the only logical organization that has enough money to throw that shit around, you know? Yeah. It's like, we're, we're going to use the infrastructure of GameStop as like our small little electronics distribution outlets mm-hmm. because Amazon keeps trying to do in-person shit even though it, that defeats the entire purpose of Amazon. Yeah. Uh, it... 
and then it'll still fail. Like even if Amazon buys GameStop, it's still not going to be successful. <laughs> I wonder if that's an actual conversation going on in Amazon HQ. Something like, well, yeah, we have to start with all these weird side endeavors that nobody really wants. Otherwise, they'll really get mad at us for not solving world hunger right now. <laughs> hey, Jeff Bezos, did you cure cancer and solve world hunger? No, but I did buy GameStop, so they're going to be open for at least another two or three years. You're welcome. So, like, you know how our entire business model is that we deliver packages to your home? What if we had, like, boutiques where you went there to pick up the package that you ordered? That's preferable, right? They just try to present storefronts as, like, some sort of new innovation. (laughs) It's like, you've all been used to ordering things online, but what if I told you, just walking back and forth on the stage in his all-black suit, what if I told you that you today could go on a street and walk into a building that has things for you to buy. Here at Amazon, we are making the impossible happen. At Amazon Games, you'll be able to buy not only consoles, not only video games, but giant stuffed Pikachus that will be on the shelf for the next 16 years because no one buys them. Now, I know, I know what you're thinking. You play a game... You finish it, you don't know what to do with it anymore. Well, guess what? We will buy it from you for less than the cost of actually just recycling that piece of plastic. <laughs> have you heard Have you heard that the new thing that a lot of uh, electronic stores are doing is that if the item you're trying to return or whatever is less than like 50 bucks, they just tell you to keep it and give you your money back. What? Yeah. Really? Like if you want to return a DVD or you bought like whatever that didn't work, they'll give you your money back. But especially right now, they'll say, yeah, don't bother shipping it back to us. It's not, it's not worth it. The amount of labor that goes into figuring this out isn't profitable for us. So is this like electronics specifically or like clothing and that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, all of the retail. Okay. Like mainstream retail. Because I, I know that that's a thing with uh, uh, like clothing items right now is mm-hmm. that like there's you know, the process of sanitizing them and then the waiting period before they're allowed to put it back on the shelf. And then also the idea that if there's anything wrong with this item at all, you just can't sell it. Um, I know that that's a thing, but like, I would imagine that, yeah, if, if I bought a, a set of headphones and said, I don't want these anymore, they wouldn't just say, you know what, keep the $65, or, or you said less than 50 bucks, keep the 45 bucks, right? and then also the headphones. Because I'd, I'd fucking do that. Yeah. If I found a place that was doing that, I would just buy a bunch of things that were less than $50, and then turn them in a couple days later, keep them, and get the money back, so I have all this free shit. Mm-hmm. Of course, the problem with this idea disseminating is that if enough people start taking advantage of it, then it doesn't, then it can't be a thing anymore, because then the numbers stop working out. Yeah. Wow. What do you got going on, going on, man? What's happening in your life? Um, 
Not a whole lot. Have uh, not been able to work on a uh, highlight clip for the podcast yet, so haven't been putting out good be... shit lately. I'm sorry. No, we. I have things. I have highlights that I can use. I just haven't had time. Some busy shit at work. That's I fair. will try to do that tonight, and if not, I'll try to get one up by like tomorrow afternoon. Ooh. Which one you working on? You want to give them a sneak peek? Um, let's see. I could go with Bean Dad. Ooh. I could go with Bean Dad or the analysis of Before He Cheats by, I think that was Mariah Carey or Carrie Underwood. That's right. Yes. Um, which which one do you think the people want, Lucas? I don't remember what our emotional level was for Bean Dad. But I know that Ryan went off for before he cheats, so I'm leaning towards that one. Okay, yeah. I will. I will see what I can do. Hmm. 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 Second day of the Joe Biden presidency, putting some good shit out there. Hasn't gotten kids out of cages yet, though. That's a little frustrating. Yeah, that's kind of the bare minimum. Yes. He's not met the bare minimum yet. Well, he ended, he ended the Muslim ban. He 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 made it. Okay. In, that was more of a spiritual thing because they're still not allowed to come into the country because of COVID travel restrictions. Well, yeah, no, but, no, it's it's a it's a good symbolic thing that he did. Right. Bye. But it is that symbolic. Trust me, guys. You don't, you don't want to be over here right now. It's real bad. You can, you have the, you are, you now have the human right to come here again, but it's real bad. Uh, also trans people can serve in the military again. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's neat. That's good. Yeah, that's basic human decency. Glad we're getting back to the bare minimum. Stopped building the border wall. Maybe we can get this fucking deficit back under control. Because Republicans (laughs) are only mad about the budget deficit being really bad when a Democrat is president. What was it? Oh, God. They. It's such an about face. It's such an about face in so many levels. Who was it? Like Ted Cruz, who was out here saying, like, well, you know, if you listen to the subtext of Biden's speech, he's saying all Republicans are white national. And oh, now you're digging in? Now you're digging into the themes and messages in uh, President's speech? Meh? Yeah. Because Ted Cruz and all of their cronies are bastards. Yes. Well, the fun- the funniest thing I've ever seen on Twitter, though, is all of Trump's children crying. Crying their fucking eyes out as Trump gets on that helicopter. Because they know, like, the gravy train is over, bitch. Right. I... <sighs> Do you think... Which one's the oldest, Eric or Donald Jr.? I think Don Jr. is you the think, oldest. Do you think Don Jr. still tries out a presidential campaign or some kind of public office? It, I think I think we're going to know within the next year or so. Right. Um, because, one, we'll see kind of what direction the Republican Party takes. You know, does the Republican Party still kind of live by the, the way of Trump? And, and, you know, still invoke his name as a good president, or do they try to just pretend that never happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, depending on what they do, 
does Trump kind of go through with what people have been talking about recently and trying to start an independent party? Because Trump starting an independent party that's not part of the Republican campaign and then either him or Don Jr. running for president, I think we would see them get more votes than any independent party has in the past. They mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to win a ticket that way. Um, but, you know, let's say, you know, in the past, you know, you've got a, your Republican candidate, you've got your Democratic camp, uh, candidate, and then, you know, your two or three independents, Republicans and Democrats each getting about, you know, 49% to, to 49.5% of the vote, and the half dozen independents each getting like a slice of a percentage, you know, that type of thing. Just no, like literally no one's voting for them. Whereas if things kind of stay the same, like the way that they are now, and the Republican party decides, no, we're just going to, we're not doing that Trump thing anymore. We're done with it. And Trump does start his own party and either him or his son runs. I can see them getting 20% of the vote. It is so weird that so rapidly Republicans ended up in the situation. Demo- um, yeah, kind of, my, uh, yeah, kind of like the Democrats or progressives have been in for a while now, where Democrats have such like a divide between their voter base of liberals, progressives, leftists, etc., where the perception for as long as I can remember with Republicans was that. All right, so if abortion, gun control, or tax, lower taxes are a thing for you, any of those one things and you're voting for a Republican. They, their base seems so much more shored up than what Democrats did that now there being some genuine division in that party it, and so quickly is staggering. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, I think up until, I mean, like, not even up until this point, still going forward. Um, uh, this is, I saw this on a meme, I'm, you know, full disclosure, it's from a meme. <laughs> but it was basically stating that the Republican Party is enslaved to its base. They will do whatever the the most primal, carnal needs of their voter base is, no matter how disgusting or abhorrent those policies are they they will play into what their base wants where it's literally flipped on the the left side of the political spectrum that so many people whose politics are more progressive are just enslaved to the democratic party in whatever they want goes and so many people are willing to vote for the democratic party even if they don't agree with like 90 percent of what they're doing because the conservative viewpoint is so fucked now right that it's like man i really wish that there was a better alternative to you know to this democratic candidate but if i don't vote for them (laughs) then the people who literally say that we should kill you know all illegal immigrants entering the country are going to be in charge and it's not worth it (laughs) you know that that type of thing Uh, and so like the the democratic party gets to kind of get away with not being that great of a platform because they know that their base is not going to really leave them Mm -hmm. because there's no other viable options to defeat their enemies. People vote Democrats more because Republicans are so awful 
than because Democrats are good. Because Democrats do legitimately suck. They really do. There's a few there's a few of them with like progressive enough ideas, and there's enough of them that just aren't terrible people that have bad opinions but still want to do the right thing that the Democratic Party is like a is decent enough to vote for. Mm-hmm. But they're not like the people's champion that a lot of people think they are. <laughs> The hero we deserve, not the hero we need. Whatever the Batman line is. Uh, yeah. I. Fuck. I don't know. I, 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 I wonder what the next Republican primary is going to be like. I, I've never followed those super closely, probably because there haven't been many in my lifetime. But I don't know. The impression I did get of it from the uh, 20, 2016 Republican primary was, yeah, we all believe kind of the same thing. But, you know, we're going to have a couple oddballs in here. We're going to have, you know, somebody, a couple candidates who aren't white men just to be like, see, guys, like, other people are calling the shots in this, wink. But then it does shore up to generally the most awful person running. Yeah. Or it's going to be like fucking Marsha Blackburn or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know, like, look, we're progressive, too. We found a woman, but she has the worst opinions out of anybody. <laughs> what's the what's the guy? What's the guy people call like dumb, d- dumb big boss or whatever? The dude, <laughs> the dude with the eye patch in the Republican oh, Party. Oh, uh, I think his first name's Dan Crenshaw. Yes. Did you see the fucking ad that he put out? He's not from Georgia, but the ad that he put out of like trying to convince people to vote Republican in Georgia. It was some weird paramilitary shit, right? Yeah, it was, like, supposed to be, like, an action movie trailer, and it was, like, legitimately, like, Dan Crenshaw, like, you're the best, you know, come out of retirement, and he's, like, America's in danger, and then, (laughs) you know, shit like that, and then he, like, parachutes into rural Georgia and fights an army of Antifa soldiers in Georgia who are trying to overthrow the election and shit, it's, it's fucked, it's, it's fucked. Also ironic, all things considered. Yeah, we gotta we gotta fight these people who are trying to overthrow democracy. Oh, not not those people actually trying to overthrow democracy. Don't don't worry about them. These yeah. people I we mean, made up. I mean, like people kind of cited it as like uh you know Dan because then Dan Crenshaw was like. It's unacceptable that these people, you know, like, blah, 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 invaded the Capitol. They don't represent what the Republican Party wants. And then everyone just, like, posted the video that he made <laughs> saying, I I am a soldier and I need to go fight to, o- like, make sure the election isn't overturned. Like, that, that type of thing. <laughs> or I need to go fight to overturn the election. Literally just, yeah, America is run or is about to be run by a bunch of, like, communist, antifa, anarchists. And I'm going to kill them. <laughs> Where you were you? should too. Where were you on this one, Crenshaw? You had a chance to step it up and you blew it. Yeah, it's it's bad. Ugh. He was gonna make a play. He was gonna make a play at some point. It's gonna be bad. Um I, I remember when like the biggest controversy that American politics was facing was Pete Davidson got high end mushrooms on SNL and then like kind of made fun of dan crenshaw mm. 
And he, like all he literally said is like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know anything about him. I think he lost his eye in a war or something like that. Uh, I never got really, really mad at him. And he had to like make an apology, then go find Dan Crenshaw and shake his hand. And then like did a stand-up thing later. I was like, guess what I found out? That guy's an asshole. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have apologized. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Mr. Davidson, I could have saved you a lot of tr- a lot of time, a lot of trouble. I, I could have told you that up front. <laughs> All right, that, that hits the 20-minute mark. Let's do a clap sync and move on to the wacky post roll. Marcel Pagnol. The reason people find it so hard to be happy is that they always see the past better than it was, the present worse than it is, and the future less resolved than it will be. Marcel's got a point. Yeah. What if everything's going to be fine, guys? Well, no, I, I do kind of... Uh... <laughs> I think that this the implication here is kind of funny is that people aren't happy because they always think that the past was way better than it is right now. It's like, no, the past was also bad. <laughs> Things are bad right now, just like they've always been and always will be. So get used to it. So I know there was a lot on social media yesterday about this is a breath of relief. A lot of people in America justify, justifiably feel a lot safer now that Trump is out of office. It it still hasn't hit for me yet. No, yeah. It's, it's going to be a while before I kind of don't feel like there's a literal psychopath whose brain is dissolving in front of our eyes in the Oval Office using what little strength he has left to just fuck over as many poor and non-white people as he can that that was a hard thing to live with Mm -hmm. for four years and i I feel like i'm not going to get over that for a little bit that being said i am a white middle class college educated man who personally did not see any of the you know negative effects of the trump administration because i'm not the people he tried to hurt that doesn't make it i i'm still able to recognize that was what he was doing though and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that didn't really give a shit. Well, Trump was president. They'd be like, yeah, no, he's doing bad things. But like, I'm okay. I don't, f- this doesn't eat away at my soul where it's like, you know, this, this fucking kills me, man. Like I, this, this, this is hurting my psyche and my soul. That's true. I, I will say we definitely did not get it as bad as much more marginalized people. Uh, However, we were maybe one lunch meeting going a different way from being drafted. Yeah. You know, people people forget that, like, literally one year ago, I forget exactly what date it was, but basically one year ago today, the, the president 
publicly assassinated the head of the military of Iran mm-hmm. in Iran, just bombed the shit out of him, told everyone he did it, and then basically said, I dare you to try to attack us. And it was, like, widely condemned because, yeah, no, that was a war crime. Mm-hmm. He assassinated a political leader in a foreign country and then basically said, nah, 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 nah. You won't nuke me, I swear to God. <laughs> and then, yeah, if Iran would have gone to war with the United States, it probably would have just been the United States and Iran. But it also could have been, like, 30 other countries. <laughs> Including Russia, but the president would have been cool with Russia killing us. That would have been fine. He would have just said we aren't at war with Russia, even though we clearly would have been. Fuck. Because even if it wasn't World War III, even if it wasn't the nuclear apocalypse, it at the very least would have been a war. (laughs) Which, in case you haven't noticed already, folks, are bad. We are... America is not as good at wars as what we like to make ourselves out to be. No, we haven't been in like 60 years. What is, what is our actual track record for major wars? Like five and eight now? Less than that. I mean, uh, it kind of depends on what you consider a war and what you don't. But like the last time we really made out on top was like the first Iraqi war, which lasted all of like three weeks or something. Uh before that, we got our asses kicked in Vietnam, uh, in Cuba. That was like one. That was a battle so bad we decided to not turn it into a war. <laughs> um, then the last thing we really had going for us was, I mean, not even Korea because we didn't win Korea. We just fought to a stalemate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, World War Two, World War Two, seventy fucking years ago, or more. Was it more? God, that was a long time ago. Oh God, nineteen. Well. I, I just surmise World War II as the entirety of the 1940s, so like 80 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. We greatest military might in the world, folks, and we're five and eight for wars. Spectacular. Yeah, we're like five, eight, and two. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, you know, if we're in the AFC East, we got a chance. We had a chance yeah. to get into playoffs with that, but uh, any other division, I don't know. I can make football. We can talk about football when Ryan's gone still. I got some chops. I've been watching Gridiron Heights. Uh, that'll just about do it for episode 207 of the Quarantine Cast. Thank you all so much for checking in. Like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Patreon. Uh, email voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. I'm on Twitter at LucasTheWriter. Check me out there for all of my writing. And as always, uh, if you'd like to help a collection of great causes, we have the Act Blue link in the description down below. Goodbye, everybody, and good luck out there. <laughs>